The Insider's Guide to the Capital's Housing and Rental Scene. Hot Property on News Talks NB's Wellington Mornings. And our resident property expert is Matthew Ryan. Matt, good morning. Oh, good morning, Nick. You sent me a text over the weekend. When I get a text from you over the weekend, I get a little bit of a heart palpitation. I don't know what's happened. I thought you might be in Vegas or something. Can't do the show this week. I'm in Vegas. But it was showing me a property that sold in Wellington, and I've been teasing this with our listeners, for 375 or 70? 370,000. Three bedrooms, a bathroom, drive-on, and a garage underneath. Tell us about this property. Well, look, it was a, it's a property in Stokes Valley that's sat on the on the market since March, and they've had an asking price of five hundred eighty thousand. Maybe that was a little bit high, I'd say, in the current market. But because they've um, stayed with that pricing, eventually someone's come along and offered a price much less than that, and I would consider that's an incredible bargain. It just shows you what opportunities are out there if you're prepared to uh, keep on turning rocks over, Nick. Yeah, I I can. You know, like I've got people that I work with that have been looking to buy property and property in Stokes Valley, some of them, and they've been saying seven, eight, nine hundred thousand dollars in Stokes Valley. Now, to see a property, I've never, for the last 12 months, I've never, the last two years, I haven't seen a property like that for sale. Have you? Well, I agree. Um, I mean, traditionally, a year ago, a property like that, I believe, probably would have sold somewhere, certainly in the sixes, possibly in the early sevens. This is just a reflection, I guess, on the fact that there's very few people looking. And there's some uh, desperate owners out there. Um, back years ago, they used to talk in real estate about the three Ds, and the three Ds were divorce, death, and the bank. Um, and this, in this particular instance, it's an estate sale. So I guess the recipients of the estate have all said, "Well, look, we want to take the money that's on the table now." But it does prove to me that there really is some great opportunities out there and something that many first-home buyers or people looking to get on the market haven't had for many, many years. Just to let you know that Matt does take your calls, 0800 80 1080, or if you'd like to do it by text 9292. If you've got any questions at all, Matt's happy to take them and, uh, and give you his advice. Matthew, the number of homes for sale nationwide has increased by, listen to this, 76.7%. Meanwhile, asking price have softened. Is it now the time to get a bargain or should we continue putting our hands on our backside and waiting? Well, actually, the statistics, that's for the whole of New Zealand. The statistics for Wellington are actually more daunting. I just saw that our listing numbers are up 192% since from May 2021 to May 2022. Look, I've got pretty clear advice on this one. You you can never pick the bottom of the market. A lot of people um, sat on their hands after covid expecting the market was going to fall and then of course the market ran away and they could get on the ladder. So I believe that if you've seen something you like and your intention is to stay for at least a medium period of time or you think it fits going to fit your need for some period of time, then it's a great time to get on the market right here today. Don't continue to wait because when the market shifts and it starts moving back up, you'll, you'll struggle again. So you know, I'm a big believer as long as you're in the medium hold, then it's probably not really a, partic- a bad time to, to buy. And even last year, uh, which obviously clearly is a bad time to buy in relation to this year, will probably seem like an exceptionally good time to buy in, say, 10 years' time. Uh, a friend of yours and a colleague of yours once told me that when you walk into a house that's for sale, you know when it's your house. You straight away look at it, you feel it, and you have to buy it. Do you reckon that's still the case, or now do we, we, we are we more less emotive and we more about the deal? Oh no, and I think that's still the case. Um, 
you know, people tend to shop very much with their eyes. So if they see something they like, then I think they want to buy and then they just want to make sure that they feel that they're getting a good sense of value. And I don't think that sentiment's changed for, uh, for the last 40 years that I've been involved in, or 30, 30 to 40 years that I've been involved in real estate. Right. We've been talking about gangs this morning. Do landlords have any rights to choose not to rent their property to someone who they suspect is a gang, has gang connections? Can they discriminate like that? Is it as simple as you don't get the right feel, you don't have to have them? Yeah, well, it's you know, look, it's getting trickier and trickier this part of the uh, of the law because I don't know that you can discriminate, um, but obviously you've got to be happy with the tenant that you choose. So, it's uh, you know, it's it's running that um, I guess it's running that uh, fine wire between ensuring that you're getting a tenant that you think is going to be a great tenant and not not necessarily just judging people because you might not think they're the best people. I, I own some property that's rented to social housing and I've had some real struggles getting insurance for those properties. And I've pointed out to the insurance company that these some of, many of these John and Jane Smiths are exactly the same people that I would rent to. They don't necessarily make bad tenants. They're just being categorised by the insurance company as bad, bad tenants because they've come from a, a social housing background. And I think that's pretty unjustified. Okay. Now, I just want you to be real quick on this because we're running out of time. If someone's sitting here listening to you, and I know we have a lot of people that are looking to buy property that specifically listen to you on this show, if you were going to give them one piece of advice right today, what would that be? I'll probably take action, Nick. Uh, you know, you sit on your hands. You, you never make any money out of any property you don't buy, and you don't get any enjoyment out of a property that you don't buy to live in, whether it be investment property or property for yourself. So I think taking action and making a plan and starting to move positively forward is always going to be the best advice, in, regardless of what's happening to the market. And you wouldn't have any hesitation telling one of your children, buy today? Absolutely not. Yep, I'd, I'd tell people to buy now. Uh, the market may fall a little bit. Who cares? It's paper. It's paper gains, paper losses until you decide to sell up. And ultimately, you can continue to hang on trying to find when the perfect time is. And the old adage, time in the market is far, far more important than timing the market. Matt Ryan, always a pleasure. Always great to talk to you. And always good to get those texts coming in during the weekend telling me about the buys that I could have had. I mean, I, I, I've got the fishing line out, Matt. Can you can you give me... With, Give me a yell when the fish are biting. Not once I've uh, swum down the bloody road, someone else has made the bargain out of it. But we did both agree we'd both buy that property. Thank you, as always, Matt Ryan. Uh, he comes in every couple of Wednesdays and gives us his property expertise.